Hey gang, um, this episode is from January, I just wanted to point that out since we're in, oh, fucking June now? Yeah. Um, so, things I say in this episode, college is in full effect, it is not anymore. The, the whole entire semester has passed since this was recorded, so uh, the, this is going to be the case for also the next three episodes. It's going to be a little weird, sorry, we're working on fixing it. Enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome to episode 17 of Burn Down the Sandcast. It's your boy Miko, aka Alex, aka the original Yifmeister. Oh. I didn't who, know you were the first one. Who? D- yes, I am the first one. Oh, okay. But also, who the uh, fuck is even here with me? Oh, I'm, That's... I'm Mike. Uh, Hi, Mike. Big Mike number 420 on Discord at Rick Rolls Royce on Twitter. Mm. Hi, what's up? Mm weed uh hi uh mark uh at gamebot on the twitters i think i'm half dead right now and you have my dad's name yes <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah let's go with that it's a wonderful wonderful way to start the podcast i appreciate no one that know about true identity S- speaking of things we have a special segment me and Mark this week, well, we'll get, so Alec, we'll, you go first. Okay, so um, they're gonna they're gonna do their thing as part of how was your week. So I'm just gonna tell you that one, I'm dying at work. Please send help. Why? Uh, because we're replacing the claim system, and guess who has to like do a lot of the testing? You. Yeah. Uh, that sounds fun. And is there no one else, or is it just you? So I developed all of the new code, so oh. nobody knows how it works. And also, I'm not the one replacing the claim system. I'm one of the downstream places, so I just run and see what happens. And then if something's fucked up in the data, it all breaks because that's how ETL works. Oh god. Yeah. So uh, the other thing, yeah, the other thing is school, college, in full effect. Uh, I have a science professor who calls the scientific method doing science in a hilarious French wow. accent, and that's pretty good. Doing science. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sci-fi literature course is very good. And I have to watch Blade oh. Runner this weekend, the 1982 film. <laughs> yeah, you're forcing that. You're just like, yeah. Your homework is just watching movies half the time. Yes, so my homework for this weekend is to watch the 1982 Blade Runner with Harrison Ford. And then when I go to class on Thursday, we're going to watch clips from the new one that just came out. Ooh. One, that sounds like a cool course. Two, yeah. have you seen the new one? No. Oh man, you should. After you are forced to watch clips of it in class, you should watch it because it's good. I mean, probably, but uh, I have all this other stuff I need to watch for like next week, you make and it. you know, what are you um, time, you know. And, and also, it's ironic you're talking about that because we were just talking about that recently in the Discord chat. Mm. Uh, friend of the show, Space Cop, was also watching original Blade Runner. Original Blade yeah. Runner. Okay. Original Blade Runner. Okay. 
So original Blade Runner turns out not on Netflix, so I'm gonna have to figure that out. No. Well, it is on disc Netflix, but not on. So it's not on Netflix, Netflix, and that would have been. Uh, I I would I got be, a torrent for you. I could say that's on Netflix if the year is 2007. Uh, yeah, I, I have a torrent for you that we'll talk about later, and this is not definitely staying in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. So yeah, okay. So um, I mean, I want to get you that Blu-ray version. If you really want to watch it, it's four dollars on the Amazon's for rental. Yeah, but I don't want to like pay money. You don't, and also that's not the Blu-ray version. Don't worry, I got you. Well, I don't care if it's Blu-ray or not. I just need no, to watch need it so I can fucking take the quiz and pass it. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, does he want the original or he wants the final cut? I don't. I don't know what the difference is. Doesn't matter. It just says. It just said Blade Runner nineteen eighty two on my syllabus. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, have fun. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. I don't think it matters because we're going to be discussing the themes of fucking science fiction. It's. It's really not important which one I watch. Trust me, they're not going to talk about the extended scenes in this class. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, that's what I had. Um, please, somebody. Oh, also, uh, I'm so wiped out that I slept for 14 hours last night and didn't even realize. Yeah, so, I saw you tweeting about that. Yeah. So when did you go to sleep? Uh, midnight. And you slept until 2. Yes. <laughs> I also slept until 2, but I went to bed at not midnight. Yeah, so mid- uh. <laughs> midnight's around when I normally go to bed, actually. So I was just... Yeah, same here. In fact, uh, my whole week has been kind of fucked up for my sleep schedule. I mean, yesterday, I actually went to bed a decent hour. Mm. It felt Whoa. good. Who does that? Adults. Uh, not this guy. Adults with jobs. Shots fired. Boom. But what if uh, excuse me while I kill myself. No, don't do that. Uh, speaking of people wanting to kill themselves, Game Button. How the fuck do we even begin this segment? We have a special segment. No, actually, so I, I have a way to begin the segment. So uh, our email topic, which I'm assuming we still need to reference because... I don't think yes, I don't. Anything in well, I got I got one email so far. I don't have enough to actually like do it as a segment, which is going to be right. an ongoing so, problem. So our email topic last week and obviously this week as well is going to be uh, your favorite thing from 2008. So thinking about that from the last podcast, I was like, man, like what things were in 2000? Like what happened in 2008? And I the thing that came to my mind was sprite based web comics. So then I was like, oh, that's up, like, dude, that's like 2002. Right. But yeah. So, but. so that was why you want to talk 8-bit I, theater. I, Let's go. Okay. No, uh, I don't. We'll get but to that. Correct on. answer. So, let, Continue. Let me finish this intro. So I, I, I was like, oh man, like 2008, that's Sprite Race webcomics, right? As it turns out, you're correct. And it was earlier than that. Yep. But the one that I thought of that came to mind is a very bad one. And it's uh, Bob and George. And it's a Mega Man-based sprite comic that ran from, what was it, 2001 to 2007? 2000. 2000. 2000 to 2007. Yeah, that makes sense. And so it ended right around that time, which is why I was thinking of it. Okay. And, uh, hey. Hey. I, I, said hey. In, I said in chat, I said, if anyone reads the entirety of Bob and George before DBZF comes out, I will get them that game. <laughs> and Game One said, okay. I'm doing that now. That that's what I'm gonna put it. Yep. So, so you got a free yeah. video game out of the deal at least. Yeah. Uh, I got, uh, I... Was it worth it? Well, that's what we'll find out now. <laughs> so, um... I hear DBZF so, is pretty good. That's what people have told yeah, me. Yeah, but is it worth the Goku? That's the thing. 
so first off, let me ask a few baseline questions okay. uh, of you, because I'm going to be your interviewer here. This is like the 60 Minutes interview about Bob and George. Oh, oh God. Uh, first off, how many webcomics did you read? Uh, from this particular website or in general? From Bob and George. I just read the one. I mean, no, like no, I mean page? like how many strips. It's a four. It's a four panel strip. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, okay. format. So, okay, let me open so, up calculator here. Hold on. Four times. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so with the time I was given, because yesterday was kind of a mess due to you know. I'm I'm assuming you didn't finish it entirely, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if it helps, if it helps, I am close to half of the comics done. Right. Which I would am, be how I, many? I am at one thousand seventy-eight. <laughs> so that is uh, 4,312 panels of Bob and George that you have looked at with your eyeballs. Yes. And some of those are GIFs, too. Some of them are not even Ye- panels. Oh, it's like a whole God, GIF. Oh. Oh. oh uh, yeah. And then there are certain, also, there are certain pages where, like, he coded something where, like, there's, like, a next button over the next button. And it's the same, like, it's, like, it's 16 panels in one page. But, like, four of it only shows up at once. You just have to hit next and then uh, it loads up the next image. Why would... Okay, so... Why, though, would you do that? Because it's a 2000-era comic. Yeah, right. So, like, people didn't understand practical applications of JavaScript at that point. <laughs> so, I don't uh, know. So, the other thing I'd like to point out about this strip, though, is when it ran, this was a daily comic strip. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking uh, at the uh, the calendar where I'm at. They have a little thing in the corner. Yeah, and like two thirds of this calendar are filled up. Oh God! There was just one week where there was no updates. Apparently, actually, wait, no, I'm lying. Why the hell are these things grayed out? The ones are not. I don't know. Were they like guest strips? Let me check. A lot of web comics okay. in the early 2000s did that, where like a guy would go on vacation and be like. I got the guy from Penny Arcade to complain about video games in my webcomic. I will say, occasionally he did not update, but... No, so that wooden week apparently is like some Psy thing. Like, it is or they, he comp- would do another comic, right? Yeah. Like a, It was like a small thing, like, here's the thing that happened this week. Oh. Huh. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, also, if I remember correctly, the creator of this comic, in case anyone's wondering, is David Añez, A-N-E-Z. And trust me, I did a thorough Google he did. search of this guy, <laughs> trying to figure out, has he done anything else? Where is he? What's he doing now? And he, all I can, the uh, most information I could glean is he was a physics professor at some point, and in, in Arizona, I think, and also uh, he did an interview once in 2004, on some website where he said he worked about 30 minutes on the comic each day and some other stuff. And that is the most information I could get about him. He does not exist on the internet. That's anymore. really weird. Uh, so there's that next question. Uh, huh. Why don't you tell me, why don't you inform the audience? What exactly is this about this web comic? Oh boy. So the comic was originally supposed to be some John comic that he wanted to start with, but, uh, right. I can, I, I can relate to this. Because our, our the artistic skills of his was very shit, he decided just for filler to put in this Mega Man Sprite comic just to hold him down. The, the problem is that according to him, the Sprite comic became popular and his drawing content became like crap. So he decided just to stick to the comic, the Sprite comic format and work with it to where we are now. And to be fair, there's a segment, I think he starts off 
the first few strips are the sprite comic, and then he actually switches to the drawn strips for like a week in the middle at some point. Yeah, he does. And they're, it's rough. It's like <laughs> stuff I would come up with as a teenager, as a, as a teenager. I think he started this in middle school, for the record, or junior high. According to him, he says he was a college student. I, well, I want to be that's, wrong. That's not what I read in the interview, I don't think, but maybe... I wish... I, I want to be wrong. Okay, <laughs> so... If he was a middle schooler in the year 2000, that means oh, no, he no, no, might no. possibly... Okay, well, what do you mean? I'm sorry, I was wrong. He The concept for the webcomic, the one that... The comic that he originally wanted to draw, uh, Bob and George, he came up with in middle school, but he didn't start until later. Because there are several times in that comic where he mentioned something like being a college student. Right. I'm pretty sure... That's the author. All right, because I was going to be afraid that like he was also my age, which would have been really weird. We'll we'll get into that. But what but what's the basic premise of the strip? So the basic premise is just Mega Man and his butt and just in the cast of Mega Man are just doing things half the time. And the main character is basically Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Right. But half the time he'll be either stupid enough to just kill himself, and then Proto Man comes in, and apparently the author shows up at like about forty pages in. We'll get it. Which, we're going to get into that. Don't worry. So half of it is just stuff that happens in the comic, which like referring to what that happens in the games. So right now I'm on the fourth Mega Man as the arc. Right, so it's like it's like loosely associated with the actual game series, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he just six primary in the NES games, and he has like weird time travel plot that kicks in about the second Mega Man. I should probably mention this also that whenever he does like time travel stuff, the future is thirty two bit, the past is six is eight bit. Mm-hmm. And, occur- and currently, in the present, it's just the Mega Man 7 sprites. Right. Which is someone who has actually read his fair share of sprite comics in 2008. You see a fucking lot of those. Mm-hmm. Mega Man 7 is, I don't know why, but that was the one. That was the one. And I I bet it had part partially to do with his strip, which was very popular. Maybe. I also want to say that the Mega Man 7 sprite is also just an easy body. Yeah, definitely. And But it, but it's not, like, boring, right? Compared to No. Me. Right. The problem is, though, not like nowadays. It's kind of funny because the eight bit Mega Man has kind of replaced it with like, because like I remember going like I'm going up to a Best Buy and they had like these little pixel lights. So you have like the Mario World one, you have a Sonic oh, one, oh yeah, yeah, and then you have a shit ton of other ones from different licenses, but they all use the Mega Man one body. Yep. And I fucking hate that. <laughs> I really, really hate that because like instead of making a custom sprite for this character, no, we'll just take the Mega Man sprite because it's such easy. And the worst part is I. Had, I didn't. The worst part about it is I did the same thing at one point. That's why Spriters did it. Well, um, you have, oh, mm, I just fucking hate the Mega Man one sprite now. <laughs> that. Um. All right. So. So the yeah you get you get the oh. basic plot. Next, I would ask you. Uh, so why don't you tell me a little about who the characters are in this webcomic strip? So obviously we have Mega Man and Proto Man. So Mega Man's a dumbass. He was built. He was intentionally made to be a dumbass by Wily, right? Because that way he can't destroy his robots. Turns out that backfired pretty bad. Proto Man is supposed to be the smart one, the straight guy. You have Roll, who's just kind of there half the time, and then David to give her a body, like Mega Man. David Anes did not know how to write a girl character in two thousands. Let's let's just put it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Base is also just another Mega Man, but for Wily. Um, how to put this? Doctor Light's a drunk. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> and Doctor Wiley is just Wiley. It's like he didn't do much with Wiley. He's just kind of there at the time. Right. But what about the OC characters? Right, so first right. of all, the strip is titled Bob and George. 
Mm-hmm. Not Mega Man. And why not, is it Tyler not Mega Man, Man and Proto Man? Right. No. So at some point we're introduced to the author who best way to describe it is he is a purple Mega Man. Oh. With, a purple Mega Man without the helmet on. So he has mm-hmm. the hair. Yeah. And then eventually we're introduced to Bob, who is a great Proto Man, who is um an asshole and very powerful, but he is also the villain. Is Bob the guy with the dark hair or the blonde hair? I forget. He kind of has a... When, the few times you see him without the helmet, he has kind of like brunette hair. Right, okay, yeah. But for the most part, he is just a great... He is just a great proto-man. Okay. And then we're introduced to his brother, George, who is... Uh, I'm trying to remember the fucking color they gave him. But he has... Blonde he, Mega he has, Man, I remember Oh, wait, I see right. It's, it's right here. He's like a... He's like a darker hue. Like a... Not, no, not darker hue. A, sat, a less saturated Mega Man with blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Less saturated. Mm-hmm. And, and who are they? <laughs> they are. Fuck, I'm trying to remember. They were characters. They were the original drawn characters that he did. Right. But then they, they made them just Mega Man characters. And because it, of course. It, and then eventually, at some point, the, the powers they get from that drawn comic do transfer here. So, so at like, some po- the author is basically well. All right. So I I just need to explain this. There is literally a character in this webcomic named the author, and it's just the author. Yep. <laughs> That's the I character. Sh- I should probably also mention this just for everyone's sake. This comic does not take itself seriously at all. Oh, Doesn't really? It- <laughs> no, because I have read my first shirt because I comments that do take itself seriously. It at least oh. has that going for it. So at least, as I said, like, when you told me like, the author's name is just author, like, that's too on the nose. And like, okay, yeah, this makes a lot more sense now. Um, so- and Bob and George are kind of like... I would say they're not like author characters necessarily, but they're similar yeah. to that. They're kind of like mm-hmm. above everything. Because they do characters. mention, they do mention that the fact that our names are in the title, we can't die. Right. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> okay, good. Oh. Just hold on. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. My mom just set off the fire alarm every time she Bob, comes now. Bob and George set off the fire alarm. Okay. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. So, okay, yeah. So, in a previous line, they have tried to kill Bob and, and or George. They will come back at some point again to do their hijinks. Or in case of Bob's, in, or in case of Bob's uh, choice, hot dimensions, because he gets that ability at some point. Right, so Bob's whole shtick is he, like, messes with the Mega Man characters. Yeah. yeah. And, then George is, and then George is like the other guy who tries to fix things, but for the most part, he is just kind of there. And then that, as we continue on, we were introduced to X for Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. And then we're, but we're also introduced to a new villain who is just a, a purple Sigma called Mine. <laughs> M- <laughs> no, it's M-Y-N-D. Yep, Miney. What? What? I don't know. Then, that's I don't know. Is, one way to pronounce it, I guess. I guess. I just said it's Mine, whatever. And he also says his sidekick is just a red Mega Man with, like, black colors. It's like... I don't want to say shadow, but it's just like that dark evil. It, so it's would evil you would you call this new villain Mega Mind? No, I would call mm. it Sigma, but purple. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just have one fucking joke in my entire <laughs> life, please? No. Maybe later. This is we're still in the podcast pretty early. So uh, so so yeah, there's all that. That's that's a pretty good summary of the characters. There's some other ones later on, like, I forget, have you run into the Sephiroth hair guy yet? Uh, I feel like... 
You might no. not have. I think that might not Maybe. be until Mega Man 6 or something, but... Maybe. I have uh, run into... The sprite, so... I should probably also mention this. So, like, along with the main stuff, every now and then, there's just a bunch of filler. Because, like... Right. This is a daily comic. Mm-hmm. So they're just, like... <laughs> there is, like, a four-ship panel with just the same characters in the same position, with word bubbles that kind of pop in, and the panel is blank. One character says something, another character says something, and that's a whole comic. And he'll just do multiple days of filler sometimes because, of course. And then there's also the occasional holiday comic, too. Like, I think the one, for some reason, I think the one I stopped at, they're apparently celebrating 4th of July, even though the update's in March. <laughs> um, actually, no, wait, wait, because, because Mega Man 4, you know, capitalism, communism, oh, of Russia, course. US. Anyway. Um, so, that, okay, that was a good summary. And finally, I guess I would ask uh, overall impressions. I mean, reading those first 300 pages was like a chore. <laughs> yeah, but then it really then it really picked up, right? <laughs> Slightly? Enough to the point like, okay, I can at least see where the hell this is going. Like, it's not just, it's not, it's not just like, uh, we're talking for about 20 pages, don't mind us. Well, the, even very then, much the beginning of that comic is very much him like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I have, I have these sprites. I'll I'll make them say dumb internet random shit and then done. That's my yeah. step. I am so I mean I am happy there are no just like random memes. Then again I don't know what the hell would a meme uh, would be in, in two thousand. Right, you I have mean, to remember what two thousands memes are to know if there's memes or not. All right, well let's <laughs> let's go through it real quick. We got all your base. That's probably the I big think one. that is actually in there that's, somewhere. I think that's it. I think that's the only one. <laughs> oh, I don't think you're right about that. I think there's some other ones, but That's sure. The only one I can remember. Hmm. Yeah. And also the proper tradition I have come to know with these Spike comics as I read them. Fan characters. And whole oh boy, there's a lot of them. So, as a popular guy, so at some point he does mention in the comment that this site used to get like 2,000 hits per day. Uh, sorry, 10,000 or 2,000? 10,000. Yep. Mm. So he eventually started building up a community. And as per such, we can put the community like this. And the Sprite Comics, as they are, they make their own characters for said comic that they just have for themselves, like an avatar. So every now and then, they'll just like slowly pop into the comic whenever he does like a filler, or just like a holiday or anniversary comic. Like, that was like... I think it was the year three anniversary comic where, like, it was just fan characters and then, like, so, hey, we're talking to people who like the comic, and it's just them talking, like, you know, for about 16 panels per page. For about four different pages. Thankfully, I... And then, right now, for the Mega Man 4 comic, there's just a... Is it a fan character or is it a character he made? But whatever. It's just a custom Mega Man sprite acting in for one of the characters right now. Oh, I think... That's a character he made, but I don't remember. It's been a while. It's like a it's like a bootleg ring man. Uh, yes, I know. I know, I know what you're thinking of, but uh, oh, and actually related to this, I'll just say um, so at one point this website that hosted the comic also used to link to at least forums that were related to the web comic, Bob and George forums. But apparently, mm-hmm. this is from what little information I could glean on the internet. There was some huge falling out slash, uh, I don't remember what happened exactly between 
one of the friends of David Enes and some lady on the forums, and that was like kind of like a whole you know scandal. And then mm-hmm. they David Enes went through and basically deleted the entire forums so that mm-hmm. that no longer existed. So <laughs> that is why you can't find that anymore. Oh, is it, on, is, it, is it not on the Wayback Machine? I don't know. I don't know what the link is. I don't know where to, where I would go to find that. So I'm not sure. I could probably, if um, I, I, it might be on the bad webcomic Wikia. We could look. We could look it up, but uh, I'm not yeah, sure I want to. That entire exactly. that situation you just <laughs> described sounds exactly like a webcomic form from the mid 2000s. Yep. <laughs> so um, sure. so you did it. You definitely I, I read mean, it. I mean, I have read it. <laughs> I can tell that you at least have. Yeah, so now we have to give you a midterm exam, and then next week we're going to give you the final exam, and then that's going to determine your grade. No, I'm going back to my other comics. Uh, No, but you do have to finish it now. I will say. I mean, fine. (laughs) I'll give you a report next week. Yeah, Uh, because I'm interested to see where this wonderful webcomic goes. Let me just capstone all this this whole segment with saying, I intentionally and uh, with of my own will read this webcomic in the 2000s when I was a teenager. And well, man, I mean, I was well, a dumb teenager, so I imagine you were too. Man, it, uh, it did not... Well, even to say it didn't hold up is kind of not true because it, it's not that it didn't hold up, it said it was never good. Yeah. But I was very dumb. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I think... Uh, I think I think I can't really come to hate it like you do. It's not so. It's not. I'll say, it's not awful. It's just very boring. Right. I remember some other. It actually gets has things happen more near the end. But mm-hmm. I remember some other web comics of that era, and they were bad. So comparatively, mm-hmm. this is like decent, like almost acceptable. I would say. <laughs> I think it's mostly harmless. It's just kind of there. I mean, it did start pretty much a weird kind of thing. Uh, and we I will should... say, if you want to read it now, it's Believe still me, there. It's all, it's all up there. BobandGeorge.com. A reminder, though, you have to make sure your browser is Firefox. It has to be a 20, 1024 <laughs> by 768 resolution. <laughs> Sorry, I won't let you view this webpage unless you're using Nef- Nef- Netscape Navigator. Blech. <laughs> but like as, but yeah like I mean I'm gonna, this is like unrelated to but Bob and George but like my experience with write comics in general yeah. because in high school I used to also read my own my, my fair share of sprite comics right because at, like I said at that point I was just discovering like flash uh, flash movies oh, sprites yeah. mm-hmm. and like I think I feel like I mentioned this before like I had made my own my own my fair share of them Oh, They're up God. somewhere. I'm not going to tell you where to find them, but you can probably find them easy if you're hard <laughs> enough. The most fucked up thing is, though, is that while browsing and starting other, like, forum, apparently someone leaked one of my old Flash movies mm. on YouTube that was re-uploaded by someone else. Oh, what? Oh, weird. Yeah, because I, like, I used to post these on Newgrounds back in the Someone's day. Someone's stealing your fame. Somebody's stealing like, your fame to try and monetize on YouTube, which uh, is, gives us the perfect segue into news. <laughs> but, like, so the views on that video are a million. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's mad fucked up. Uh-huh. Okay. The worst part is, it's would not be the first time that that particular movie has been stolen. Huh. That's really yeah. weird. Yeah. But whatever. News. Yes. So, uh, speaking of YouTube, um, 
This actually happened last week, but I decided to wait on it because uh, we had a lot of news last week to talk about. <laughs> so, um, YouTube has made changes to their monetization program in a way okay. that sucks for small creators because now you have to have a minimum of 1,000 subscribers and uh, I think it's 4,000 hours watched on your channel over the course of 12 months in order to monetize. Hmm. I don't have that, so they're demonetizing my channel. <laughs> wow, that fucking sucks. It does suck. Um, In general, and also, by the way, this was a quote-unquote response to, or at least it was framed originally as a response to the whole Jake Paul thing, where he, or was it? Logan Paul? Fuck, one of the Pauls. I don't fucking remember. Aaron Paul. Were they, Aaron Paul? <laughs> yeah. Paul Aaron? Uh, Were they filmed a suicide victim yeah that was logan paul yeah, yeah. that and, was that uh, thing so that is not actually the reason that i heard no so it wasn't but originally that all that happened and then people were waiting for a response from youtube like what the fuck and this was the original response that they put out yeah this was essentially their next announcement even though it wasn't related at all also i'm sorry i have to interrupt for a second i definitely found your deviant art just now Oh no! <laughs> For the record, oh, oh that's right. I kept them on there. It God, took me like two seconds. Oh to find no! It. Right. Anyway, anyway, Go um, on. so the Go theory, on. the theory that I had heard, and this is this is just pure conjecture. I think I don't know that anybody's confirmed this. Is uh, there is an influx on YouTube of uh, recordings of bad Android video games. So like pregnant Elsa, Spider Man, dentist, shit like that. Oh, oh I love that. Oh God! Essentially. There are, there are bots that, like, will upload and watch those videos, like, in such rapid succession that, like, YouTube is having yeah. a very hard time pulling those videos down, and this is supposed yeah, to curb yeah, that, because I, if they I can't make money off of it, they will stop doing it. That mm. being said, I don't know if that's actually going to work, but I guess we'll see. They, we'll see. Yeah, they've been talking about trying to get that stuff taken down for months. Because, mm -hmm. essentially, but they can't pull it down, like, they can upload new ones faster than YouTube can pull them down. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, algorithms, man. The problem is that this now uh, fucks up everybody who is a small-time YouTube creator with monetization, because when I monetized my YouTube, I had a very bad job and I was getting eight hours a week at work, and uh, that extra two fifty a month from YouTube actually like helped a lot. Right. Yeah. So like two dollars and fifty cents doesn't two dollars and fifty cents doesn't sound like much, but when like you basically have one day of work a week at, like, a real job, that's, like, you know how to shop like a poor person, that's, like, two hot meals a day. Right. That's, like, mm -hmm. that's like two extra hot meals in your week. Right. The point is that there's no reason to take this money away from small-time creators. Like, these are people who, first of all, YouTube is barely losing any money on this anyway. Right? I mean... Actually, no, they've been losing money every year. They can't make Well, they're they losing money they... every year because their platform is unsustainable. It has nothing to do with small-time mm -hmm. creators. Oh, yeah, like, from them, no. It's... It's, it's because they're trying to host an infinite amount of video, and they can't afford to do that ever, because that's mm -hmm. not how the internet works. But this is very much, to me, like, reminds me of... Remember the Patreon change that went through a little while ago that they went back on? Yeah. Yeah. This is... This, to me reeks of that same attitude of like hey let's just kill off any small creators on our platform because we only want creators who will bring us profit 
and f- fuck everyone else. Basically. See, that's not how it works, though. Like, people don't just start big. You start at the right. bottom and you work your way up. It's not like, oh, I've just, I started a YouTube and all of a sudden I'm super famous. Uh... And more importantly, not only is that true, but also, like, if you don't allow small creators on your platform, no one goes to your platform in the first place because no one is like, hey, man, I can just come here and do my thing and make money even though I'm, even though it won't be a lot and I won't be super famous. Like, I can at least, like, get a jump start here. No right. one will come if you don't have the opportunity for them. So it's a very short-sighted business decision. Yes, very. Welcome to fucking bad corporate yeah. executive people in charge of companies. Yep. Yeah, so that happened. Um, also, this is... I don't know. Would you say this is also a bad corporate executive decision or not? I, I don't know. I would say not. So let's let's say the story and then we can talk about our opinions because that's usually Hi. how podcasts work. Microsoft has announced it is expanding Xbox Game Pass. What is Xbox Game Pass, you ask? I actually don't know what it was before this. It, it is it is, uh, it's, it's it is essentially net, Netflix for Xbox games. You pay a, yeah. I think it is $10 a month fee mm-hmm. and you get access to a library of games that you just get to download and play whenever the fuck you want. Okay, so when you say download and play whenever you want, that means you don't own the license, right? Meaning when you stop subscribing to the service, it's it's game tap style where you can no longer... Or like PS Plus. Right, so the PS Plus free games, if you let your PS Plus lapse, you don't have those games while you're not paying for it. Oh, shit, Mm. I didn't know that, actually, about PS Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, when the Xbox 360 did this program, they had no way to actually fix this. Mm-hmm. So if you said, "Hi, go over and download the games from the service like that," you kept them forever. Right. Yeah. So what? So the Xbox One kind of fixed that problem. But anyway. Yeah. Well, this wasn't a problem. It was a good thing that they, it was. They, a, it they was. Destroyed. It, it was a benefit that they they couldn't fix with the system. But. Right. So, all right. So that's what it was. Now, what they're going to start doing is releasing first party, of course, because no, why would any third party developer agree to this? Well, some uh, some third parties, I think, might be doing this. I don't know. Uh, I've read only about first party, but anyway, first party, Xbox One, of course, because that's the system now, exclusives mm-hmm. through the subscription service. So, meaning like, okay. So, like your Halos, your Gears of War, your Forzas. Whenever yeah. Crackdown 3 comes out. Yeah, and so get this article. And also, theoretically, maybe you'll get access to it earlier. I'm not sure. Uh, it says launch day, so I don't know about that. But um... So, same day, but if you're paying for the service, you don't have to buy it. Right, it does yeah. say Crackdown 3, it does say State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves, so like, first party games, on launch day, if you have this service, you can go get them without buying the video game for $60. And if, if you, let's say, you play, you subscribe to the service for a year, and you only ever play two games that came out that year on this service, you've broken even. Right. So. And I'll say that the price on this, right, to be clear, is, uh... It is still still $10 a month. $10 a month and you can buy like $60 cards to, you know. Yeah, you can you can get a you can buy a card that is a 6-month subscription essentially. Right. Yeah. So basically, yeah, again, you know, two games. Mm-hmm. If you if you actually put hours into two games on the service, it theoretically mm-hmm. is worth it. Yeah. So I I pulled this because I think this is actually like the best case like this is the best case for me to buy an Xbox 1. Mm-hmm. And right. I probably not like, going to. You don't have to, to buy games for it. Right. So this is 
I kind of backed my horse already. I bought a PS4 a while ago, and I've been sticking right. with that. So I made my decision. That this being is, said, this might be enough if I like weren't trying to like move out of my parents' house and I've saved all this money and stuff. This would be like, oh well, now I'll just get an Xbox One X and I'll subscribe to this thing, and I never have to buy any games for it. It's great. Right, and this is one of those things where um, the more third-party developers they can get to sign on to this, of course, the better it's going to be for one. Because the more right, so if they can offer. get like. I don't know they can get, like, Ubisoft to put out, like, fucking something on this. Which, well, they, not they, just they Ubisoft, might not. but, like... Just but as an example. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, um, with the way that this works, like, very much what you're saying, like, I could see this very much giving the X-Bone a sort of resurgence of people buying it if it was, like, okay, X-Bone goes on sale, right, let's say. So, uh-huh. okay, we're able to get an X-Bone for 200 or 150 I forget what's the price of an Xbox right now. I don't even. I uh, don't know because it, they just released a whole bunch of new, uh, new hardware and like kind of the original oh, Xbox. Right, you can find yeah. it on eBay because people are trying to sell it. So it's like the Xbox One economy is a little bit fucked right now. You know so what? Here, I'm actually just gonna really quickly say I'm gonna go Xbox One, Amazon, and we're just gonna really quickly. Okay. Find the most simple. If you're getting an Xbox One S, which is the non. That's probably that's probably if you were buying a new one, that's probably the one you would get. Uh. I'm seeing prices as low as 189. You have to also so, remember that people like for those systems really? probably like the original Xbox One mm-hmm. or SDS. B and H Photo Video is selling a Xbox One S for white 500 gig capacity for 189 right now. Yeah, I've always seen the Xbox One go on sale a lot on my Twitter feed. Oh, that's a that's a that's a sale though. I just googled it. Right. So if M- search- MSRP is uh 300 for the one terabyte bundle. Xbox One uh, S. 500 gigabyte, which is just discontinued, but it's on Amazon, is mm-hmm. 224 right now. So, um, uh, and a Xbox One X is 500. So, but let's say it went on sale, you were able to get like a Xbox One X for 350, or you were able to get uh, one of the discontinued S's for 200 instead of like 250. You know, that's mm-hmm. what. How much is a Switch, right? It's like 400, right? So um, you're getting. Switch is three hundred. Yeah, switch is three hundred. I don't. So you could get it for less than a switch already, and basically pay ten dollars a month and get access to theoretically most of the good games on that console. Mm-hmm. You would be missing out on the third party titles that. So uh, right now I'm looking at game lists for the, uh, the Game Pass stuff, and they mm-hmm. have. Uh, mm-hmm. So they have Spelunky. They have uh, a lot of old games. I know. No, I mean like they also have um, Halo, Dark Darksiders, War Master Edition. Because we're four, Recore. Recore? We don't talk about Recore. Dome and Cry 4 Special Edition, Halo 5, Mad Max, RE6. Current S- Xbox Game Pass titles also include stuff like Costume Quest 2, Gears of War 4, the new Guacamelee one. There's probably Halo- more listed on here because I'm not seeing those on the list. Halo 5. Uh, Mad Max, that Mad Max game that came out a while ago that I completely forgot existed. Mm. Mega Man 10, Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, so it's not new stuff, Resident Evil 6. But, yeah. Um, well, as of right now, of... no, that's what this whole announcement was about, is they are going to be bringing new stuff to it, even if it is only first-party Microsoft stuff. Right, right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. the, but the point is, I think most people who have gone through this console generation, kind of ended up backing 
Sony, or at least I know more people who did anyway. Yeah, and yeah, because so, I think I think yeah. there were concerns about the hardware reliability after the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the platform to own, but it had a huge hardware failure rate. It was insane. You also have to remember that when the Xbox One was announced, they also announced all that DRM stuff. Yep. Yeah, and When yeah. the system was released, that still was on people's minds. Yeah, so, even even Sony went after them, like, this is how you share games on the PlayStation. It hands you a box with a fucking disc in it. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. So for those people who backed it, who let's say have a PS4, this is actually better for them because it's like, all right, well, you might not get all the third-party titles that you would want on your Xbox One out of the service, but you're probably going to buy those on PS4 anyway, right? Right. Because that's your main console. So instead, you buy those on PS4, and then any Xbox exclusives you might want are going to come out on this. Also, I should probably mention as well... With the Xbox One also having backwards compatibility with Xbox One, and Xbox 360 and Xbox original games as well. So if you still have those discs, they will, they will most likely still work. Oh, my original Xbox is modded. Don't worry about it. I got my ways. Mm-hmm. Also, Xbox uh, Xbox Gold or whatever. Xbox Live Gold. Also does, does, also does the, uh, the PS Plus thing. Yes. Yeah, so, so also, that's something else to no- note is um, you don't need Xbox Live Gold separately to subscribe to the Game Pass thing. Right. If if you just want to play single player games, you can totally do that and just oh, have really? Xbox Live. I didn't Silver. realize that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're two separate subscriptions, and they they operate differently. Okay, huh. makes sense. Well, like, yeah, mean, of course, more... obviously, this wasn't going to be included in the Xbox Live Gold. That would be really f- fucking crazy. But right, but there. I mean, mm. I could see it going the other way, where Game Pass maybe included Xbox Live Gold, but then it wouldn't also cost literally the same. Right. But so I mean, like. That kind of already, kind of already a part of it. With like I said, the free games mm-hmm. you get each month. Yeah, I but mean, like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where this goes all together. Yeah, I mean, if I weren't this, this would be enough reason for me to like consider buying an Xbox One if I weren't trying to move out of my parents' house and save up from money for, to find an apartment and stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. all in all, I'll say that this sort of announcement and this sort of service is something that I think Sony would really benefit from. Now having they, seen this coming out with they, because they, wow they kind of already have something like that with PS now yeah but it's not the same yeah but yeah and that's streaming which is bad yeah not PS now head. is streaming uh, Game Pass is you download the game to your console and you oh play yeah, it yeah I know but like I so, said they have like their own like dumb equivalent that which like make that oh we already have this already I mean yeah, they could know, in, but they, they could improve they could improve PlayStation now that would probably be good for them to do. I wish. One PS Now is fifteen dollars a month, is it not? Two, I yeah, have more. Actually, but they have like, but they have their own like more games at the moment. They have more games, but and they have more old games, but it's streaming. It's more expensive. It's also the fact you it also, doesn't include new first party titles. So it's also the fact that PS Now also works on PC. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, my my point is they would benefit from taking a note off Microsoft's page for once because this is actually a cool thing. So yeah. now that now that you mentioned that PC thing, I wonder how the Game Pass works with the cross buy games. Probably it doesn't. It would would be my absolute guess, but I I'm, don't know. So you're yeah. I, mean, I have to mention the fact that your account on um, your bunch of call your Microsoft your Microsoft Store account would probably connect to each other. So yeah, yeah, because that's over... that's how cross buy works today. Is you buy mm-hmm, you like, have the same so like, Windows Store account and the same like Xbox Store account, and then mm-hmm, you so buy Forza be... on one, you have it on the other. So they'll probably know, like, oh, you can't play this, and please purchase Game Pass or purchase the game by itself. They'll probably just do that. Yeah, and to be clear, there's no mention anywhere in here of 
also doing uh, Windows Live game. Yeah, stuff, I know. So. I was just I was just wondering because we mentioned the PC on the PlayStation yeah. side. Mm-hmm. I think it would be too easy for people to download games on Windows and then just fucking you know crack them or whatever if they uh, did that. So I mean that's true, I but like that's already happening today. Like right, but they don't the- want more of that. Is my point. So I, I guess because I remember at one point I got a, like a. Get a free month of uh, game, Xbox Game Pass through my uh, T-Mobile service. I could never use it, so I <laughs> wouldn't know. Oh well. Alright, like so, next. Speaking uh, of PCs. Speaking of PCs, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Just kidding, it's Dragon Ball Fighters Z. And you won't catch me saying Dragon Ball Fighters, because that's stupid. Fighters. Uh, recently came out on the 26th, which is one day ago from when we're recording this, in case you're wondering. Yes. And, uh, man, you guys know about Steam charts? Yeah. I've heard I about mean, I, that. I, I, I use that to watch Lawbreaker to see how many players are playing it. The answer is none. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, and, uh. Hey, how so, many concurrent players does Battleborn have? Tell me, please. I don't uh, know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> let's Zero. find out together. Two, Randy Pitchford and Randy Pitchford. No, Randy Pitchford and his wife, who is crying. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I hate to break this. I love the fact you type in Steam charts in Google. Law breaks the first thing that comes up. Wow. The answer is 16 people are playing Lawbreakers. I was wrong. Not bad. But how many are playing <laughs> Battleborn? Uh. <laughs> Let's find out. The answer is 59. <laughs> That's almost good. That's almost, That's almost nice. Number. Um. The 24-hour peak for Battleborn is 20 is uh 78. They're taking sad. it down soon. Uh, anyway. Yep. <laughs> well, really. Point is, the highest peak any fighting game has had on Steam, as far as I know, up to this point, I don't think Ultra had a very high peak, or uh, Street Fighter 4 in general, because it was released well after the uh, the 360 version. You can look it up, though. Yeah, but, I'm doing it right now. But I'm pretty sure the highest one is Tekken, at about 18k, a little more than that. Yeah, okay, so Street Fighter 4 had a peak of uh, 5472. Yeah, so the highest is like te- before this was Tekken Seven at about eighteen thousand something. DBZF, aka DBFZ, uh, peaked at forty four k plus concurrent players on launch day, more than any other fighting game on Steam. And also, in fact, they made it into the top ten of played yeah. games on Steam the day That's that, the they, big one. that they launched. Yeah, which is huge. It didn't beat Dota, but hey, it's up there. You will never beat Dota, but. PUBG did. You will never beat PUBG, CSGO, or Dota. Um, but, that being said, that is a lot of players for a game that is $60 on purchase, not free to play, and a fighting game. Yeah. Again, um, that Dragon Ball name does wonders. It sure does. Turns out people fucking love Goku. <laughs> Turns out there's two things people love. Goku and the fighting game community. And there's uh... two other things people love. Goku and hunting monsters, and in fact, they love both of them so much that they broke PSN for hours because both of these games came out on the same day, and uh, that was a poor choice for PSN because they couldn't handle it. Yeah, well, especially I mean... for like Dragon Ball Fighters, because on Steam in particular, there were problems where like they were like there wasn't no server for people, right? So, this got kind of, so things got really bad. You're trying to do like local, uh, like just a lobby. You can't even do it. I have literally not played online in that game yet. Because every time that I've tried to hop onto the East Coast servers, they are all full, 64 out of 64 players, 100% of the time. 
That still seems really dumb. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. it made sense for the other games because, like, what's the let me see how much did Guilty Gear have? I, that being I said, there's it's the same as Guilty Gear. That's why it's like that. No, no, no. But I mean, like the fact that how much was the, the max for Guilty Gear? Thirteen hundred. Mm-hmm. All peak. So it kind of shows you just how thousand, right? Not hundred. No, yeah, thirteen hundred. That's still that's. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. Whoa, that's fucked up. This is for Revelator, by the way. Mm, look up Exerd. Uh, okay, Exerd sign or X. Ex- There's only one. Okay, it's uh, about two thousand peak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that kind of shows you how much. It shows you how important Goku is. Yeah, because so if you had like, let's see, a lot of percentage. So yeah, um, good for them. They killed PSN and also had the highest, um, made it to the top 10 of played Steam games in the day they launched. Uh, we're going to talk more, I might talk a little more about that game later because I played some of it. He did. I'm going to skip this part right here. Okay. Okay. The end of that. Uh, other thing, Dead Cells. Really fun Castlevania-esque 2D roguelike game that is currently in early access. Can't recommend it enough on Steam. Uh, confirmed for PS4, Xbone, and Switch. I love to have video games on my Nintendo Switch. Hey, me too. And actually, that is a super awesome platform for that game because it is a run-based game where you can play 15 minutes to half an hour and then stop. Really good for a portable handheld system like that. Um, can't wait to see that. Also, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to blow through these news a little bit. Uh, Related to the fighting game stuff. Japan Evo. So Evo is the biggest fighting game tournament, basically, that happens um, Mm. each year. It originally has been held in Las Vegas. That's the main location. This year was the beginning of Japanese Evo. They're hosting it in Japan for once. In Tokyo, if I'm correct, I believe. And uh, it is sort of, as we're talking about this happening, and also did happen. Can't remember if it's done yet. No, I think tonight is the uh, I think it's top eight. finals today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because technically it's well, Sunday for them. Top, yeah. top eight. Yeah, yeah, 28th, 540. Right. Their and um, it's really cool that this is happening, one. Uh, it seems like it went really well so far. Everybody's been really enjoying watching it, and it's been a huge event. Also, uh, importantly, the tournament fee to normally there's a fee when you enter a tournament right so you have a spectator fee the typical spectator fee for evo is like anywhere from i think it's like 75 to 100 dollars sort of a deal and then Mm -hmm. there's also a fee to enter into the actual games so it's like 10 dollars or something to play a game uh however the fee was totally waived for japanese evo so it's a free evo if you want to go uh and uh the reason or for that, they go. The reason right. they sure did, uh, and the reason <laughs> for that, I will say, is I have a quote here from the Japan Times article by Ben Madden, which is that the arrival of the tournament is a major milestone for electronic sports in Japan. Anti-gambling laws in the country have meant that Japanese tournaments cannot usually provide prizes, as the use of entry fees to pay winners is forbidden. So, meaning you can't collect entry fees and then pay out using those entry fees. Mm-hmm. According to the Nikkei Asian Review. Japanese tournaments have historically had a 100,000 yen limit, which is like $1,000, basically. Uh, which is placed on events the government believes are used to promote a particular product, such as the games being played in the tournament. 
This forces the best esports athletes from Japan to spend large periods of the year competing abroad, which they do. Evo Japan 2018 is therefore particularly notable because five of the seven playable games, not including ARMS and uh, Super Smash Bros., have 1 million yen prize pools, which is $10,000. The sum may not seem much compared to Western tournaments, but it's a huge step forward for Japanese gaming, which I very much agree with. They're finally paying out in Japan for winning a fighting mm. game tournament for, like, the first time ever, basically. Mm. That's good. I might be wrong I... about this, but I think even SBO, which is the other very big uh, Japanese tournament series that happens sometimes, uh, doesn't pay out anywhere close to that, even. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, hopefully... Well, so, from what we've seen, again, like, there have been, like, a lot of entrants for all the tournaments. Even ARMS, of all things, got, like, what was it, like, 800 people, 900 people? Something like that. A lot. I forget. Uh-huh. So, with them waving the fee and everyone be able to come in, and I guess, like, for the American players, it's just a free vacation to Japan when they're done. Well, not free, but, like, a less expensive vacation. So, I'm hoping in terms right, they only have to pay for the hotel and stuff, like, you know, suffice mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So, hopefully, if, if, if the way everything was coming out, this turns out to be a, big, uh, a huge success. And we see more of this every year alongside... As far our... as I've seen, it's already a huge success. The question is whether the Japanese government will agree with that, sort of. Mm. By, by the way, this podcast brought to you by Cup Noodles. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. I'm right, sorry, you caught me chewing right now, hold on. Um, <laughs> okay, so... We gotta talk about the sponsorship of this tournament. Just really quickly. There are two big sponsors for this tournament. Red Bull and Cup yeah. Noodles. Oh, yeah. Nissan, had a cup... Nissan. I think the company is called Nissan. Yeah, Nissan Cup Noodles. And uh, you've you've had them. If you're in America, you've probably had it before. It's the ones that are like those super low quality ass cup noodles and they're all chicken and it's just like whatever. Uh, yeah, also, and if, if you, you haven't if you had... had them, uh, have you played Final Fantasy 15? Because they get mentioned a lot in that video game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in fact, one of them wears them as a hat. Uh, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15 will soon be in the fighting games realm with Tekken 7. Because oh, Noctis boy. is a guest character in Tekken 7. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's the Styrofoam Cups. Um, they have, not only do they have a, just a bunch of cup noodles all over the announce table, uh, the American announce table, not even the Japanese one uh, at all times, but also they had two gigantic Styrofoam cup noodles up on the stage where people are playing, and then mm-hmm. two locked freezers of Red Bulls behind each player nice. uh, that you can see at any time when you're looking at them on uh, on the camera, and all of the labels are turned outwards so that you can see the Red Bull logo. Jesus. So. That's, that's quality. They had to fund it somehow. Get, yep, get, get, I'm not, not going to go play. I'm just saying, like, Jesus. Couldn't get uh, entry fees, so that's how they did it. Uh, on the bright side, though, to get the commercials they had for the uh, couple was really great. Yes. And also, I will say for the record, actually, uh, entrants did have to pay if they wanted to watch Top 8s and Finals Day. Uh, okay. All the rest of it was free, but Top 8s and Finals Day was not free. You have to pay a, a small entry fee. I think it's like $10 or something. Yeah, that's, I guess it's, it's doable if you want it for tournaments. Uh, yeah, and, and it's the top eight, like, obviously. You're yeah, 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 um, if you Especially if you watch the rest of it. Uh, and the fact that, I hate the fact that I missed most of it, because it was like, the tournament ended at 6 a.m. my time. I was up like, until almost 4 in the morning last night, watching I, the end of Blasboard. I, I, I would have watched it more, but the problem is I was, like, dead tired, so I missed out. 
Like, I watched a bit of pools, and the worst part of it is, like, Top 8 Arm was happening during work hours, so I couldn't watch that. Well, you can catch but, the good recaps now. Yeah. Are they, uh, are they, are they on VODs on the channels, or do you have to pay subscription I think to watch they are. those? I think they are. They're on the Evo channel. Yeah, but you know how Evo channel is, sometimes. Mm, you're thinking of Canada Cup. I don't think Evo really did that, ever. Mm, I'll, I'll double-check. Yeah. Um, also, one last piece of fighting game news, so we, before we... Uh, get out of it, which is that there is a new Soul Calibur 6 PV trailer uh, showing so, showing off some new characters, including Nightmare. Maybe you've heard of him. He's the guy with, in the armor with the big sword with the eyeball on it. Yeah. Uh, he His super is cool now. He summons a horse and it runs over you. Uh, Zhang oh, yes. Hua, the lady who originally wielded the Soul Calibur, not the Soul Edge. Um who is the Chinese lady, and she does, like, the flowy dance move shit when she's stabbing you. Uh, That's a Some it. fucking emo guy whose name I literally can't remember, but it starts with a G. Uh, Gar- Gorf? Gor- I'm gonna say it's Garf. Garfield. Oh. <laughs> Garfield, yep. <laughs> Garfield, the new Soul Calibur character. He has a Darth Maul-style dual blade thing. Uh, of course, it's not a lightsaber, but... And he cuts you, and his hair changes colors sometimes, and he can break it apart and hit you with them individually. So I actually uh-huh. think the double-edged, like, real sword was invented before the Darth Maul one. Just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I say Darth Maul style because he's edgy. Oh. Uh, and was then, Darth Maul edgy? He never says a fucking oh, word yeah. in that entire movie. Okay. He does, oh, and he's edgy. Uh, and then he dies. And finally, okay. Killick, who was not in Soul Calibur Five. They brought him back because they were like, man, people were sure fucking mad we didn't have Killick in that game. Or maybe he was, but he was like unlockable, I forget. Anyway, uh, Killick. Only he's young Killick now. Y-U-N-G, because he got the long hair and he looks like a baby face. Um, But that's not all. Not only is young Killick back, we got evil Killick now. You like You like Ryu from Streets? Well, what about evil Ryu? It's like Ryu, but he's evil. They did that with Killick. He's got long hair. Uh, his bow staff becomes a giant laser spear. Uh, he gains an attack where he does a Shoryuken and lifts you in the air and then throws you down and blows you up with his laser spear. It's pretty cool. I don't know. Never <laughs> something I would have expected from Soul Calibur. It's very funny looking and super edgy. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's fighting game news. Lost Someone else news. talk now. Uh, you guys want to make a? I want the last one for me. Uh, okay. Miku. Uh, Mitomo, the fun your favorite uh, service Nintendo phone application that uh before Pokemon Go was the only way to have your Android device catch fire in your hands. Because <laughs> that shit ran so hot that I was literally burning my fingers on the touchscreen. Yeah, what was up with that? It's not like that was a graphically demanding game, but no, I don't. Barely unoptimized. It was just like fucking. It just ran at one hundred percent CPU all the time. I don't know. And phones aren't supposed to do that. Anyway, um, so Mitomo, Nintendo has decided they are going to pull the plug on May 9th on Mitomo. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that. We could share R. some R. of our favorite Mitomo memories together, like that time mm-hmm. that I said that my favorite band was against Meme, and Mike responded to that comment with, uh, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> True. Yes. And... Yeah. 
I think I made a little Wayne reference and then you responded with like the entirety of a song off of the Carter three. <laughs> yeah. I responded with every lyric to the song, a Millie. Yes. God. That one. Yes. That's... Yes. Maybe like, we're glad the whole it's thing. dead. But okay. So, but because Mike did that, I got to hear his weird fucked up Mitomo voice. Re- Doing say co- every lyric. Say coconut oh. derriere, essentially. And it was amazing. So. Coconut derriere. <laughs> Like smoking the thinnest air. <laughs> yep. I opened the Lamborghini. Oh boy. So, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, and RIP. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna miss it so much. I definitely have used that app in the last uh, year, two years. When was that a thing? Two years ago. I think I still years. had my Galaxy S3 at the time. Maybe. I actually can't remember when that app was a thing. I'm gonna say a, a year ago. It became. It was. It was, bef- it was before and... Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. I think, so it is at least I, I two years, I think. I looked this up earlier this week. Apparently, it came out March 2015. Okay. Okay, so it's we're coming up on March two years. March 2016. We're coming up on two years. Yeah. And we're coming it's up just on like three years. Pretty long for a oh, game like pretty long for a mobile game like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I mentioned this in the Discord. I like surprised it lasted this long. So I will say case. though, you could have spent money on that game. Yeah, that's how phone games are. And then, Could've. and now it's just gone forever. Believe me, I know how that feels. Two years later. Yeah, but I don't know anybody who actually like put money into Mitomo because why would you ever put money into <laughs> me, Mitomo? Me, Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike. We need to have a talk about. Uh, look, let's talk about fiscal responsibility. What is for what a minute? <laughs> oh, I was just coughing. I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. So you should be responsible with your money. That's all I'm saying. That's the world. Oh, yeah, in general, here. yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah. Anyway, the thing about Mitobo also, this, this, is, this is the last game from Nintendo to have Mii's prominent. I mean, eh, I mean, I don't, they, really... they, put out, they put out Mario Kart on the Switch, and that has Mii's, so. Yeah, but that was just from back from the Wii U version. They didn't take them out. They just kind of let them in. Right, also it's a gigantic, I don't actually know if you can do it without an amiibo, it's a gigantic pain in the ass to transfer a Wii U me to a Switch. Yeah, I don't think there is any way it's just like remaking it from, from scratch. You can do it with an amiibo. Yeah, I, that's how I did it. But that's, mine. like, there's no QR code situation like you could so, do before. Like, the me system in the, in the Wii, in the Switch, is probably just like, we have to, like, whatever games are left to support it, we just need something that actually works with it. Yeah. And then... So yeah, this will be the last main feature game, as far as we know, that supports Mii's. Unless they release Tamanashi Life for the Switch. Can't wait for them to introduce Mii's to the Switch instead of, you know, streaming services or working friend messages or... Or, like, YouTube. Or anything. (laughs) Or Twitch.tv. Speaking of, I guess we're supposed to run that dub subject. Netflix has some reason saying that we're we're currently not working on anything for the Switch right now, which is like, why? Because Nintendo doesn't want them to. I mean, we have fucking Hulu. They probably care. signed a contract with Hulu that they yeah. have exclusivity for a couple of months. Fuck. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, so, cheated? like, I mean, I wouldn't, like, I watch Netflix on my computer, so I don't really care. I would fully <laughs> believe that that is the case. Um. Also, remember that Hulu has better parental controls than Netflix, in my opinion. That is, so. that is also true. That's part of the mm. reason why. Uh, Hey. Who knows? Hey. E3 is around. E3 is you know what people anyway. really need parental controls for? The Nintendo Switch? 
No, this next last final news topic. Yeah, oh, which, yeah. Which first Bowser? He's a good parent. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Vincent Command, who I think is a member of the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I expected yes. Gary right? to take this, but sure. No, yeah, you, I'll take it. You, you can take it. Okay. So I've been keeping an eye on this for the last couple of weeks because apparently there's been hints leading up to this. Well, I'll, I'll start to the point. So Vince McMahon yesterday held a, a streaming, a little conference, just regarding the reintroduction of the XFL. For those who don't remember the XFL, it was a league that came out, I think 2001, 2000? Yes, I was definitely a freshman in high school when all this shit went down, so yeah, it was 2001. <laughs> so after Bob and George, the webcomic? <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, I mean, I so, guess during Bob and George, the webcomic, when you think about it. I mean, Bob and George lasted longer than the XFL, that's for sure. Oh, anyway. oh that's, that's a little fucked that's... up to think about. Oh man, I gotta sit down. <laughs> so this oh. man... Original idea of the XFL was like, football, the NFL is for pussies. We're going to make it edgier. We're going to make it more hardcore. And this is during the time of this, of, the, of when WDF was during the Attitude Era. So Vince wanted more of that, but with football. This was when The Undertaker rode a motorcycle into the ring on the ring. I don't think I don't think it was that. I don't think we're at that point just yet. This wasn't No Mercy. I thought this was like No Mercy time, but maybe not. No, with, with the time he was on the bike, it was like around 2001, 02. That's we're still in ministry. I think we're still on Ministry of Undertaker. So. Okay. Spooky, like, spooky man. Magic powers. Anyway. But yeah. Anyway. So the XFL is very infamous for three things. One, being really, really shitty and the fact that this promotion was all about... I'm trying to find a good way to really say Bits it. and beer. That's a good way. Yeah. Yeah. No- number two, the fact that the, uh, the very, very opening play of the entire season had one of the guys get concussed... Yeah, I think he broke, he broke his leg or something with that. So he was out for the entire season. Yay! Like, because the way they had kickoffs or punt, yeah, kickoffs, they were gone. There were no kickoffs. So what each player, what each team had to do, they sent one guy to rush toward the center of the field and then grab the football and then run it back. That's, so, that's the definition of football, yep, uh-huh. Yeah, but the problem is, like, with two people going head-to-head, like toward a center object at a fast, you know, no, no. momentum. Instead of a kickoff, Miko, there's two guys and they just run at the ball together. Oh, this is instead of a kickoff. Oh, right. This is, this is like dodgeball. Oh. oh no, such yeah. a bad idea. This is why I mentioned like the first, the very first play was just like the guy who got the ball got concussed. Yeah. The one thing the XFL did introduce though was the sky cam. Which the NFL did just straight up took and still use it to this day. Yep. But like I said, they also tried to treat football as wrestling, giving the, uh, the players like a persona, along with yep. the, uh, the commentators and the teams and the most, too, in general. And the most infamous example is a player who just called himself "Hey, he hate me." A good name, because, if you ask me. Because you were given the opportunity to have a custom name for your jersey, so your your last name. But basically, the NFL, the XFL was a big flop because I remember, there's a lot aside from that, there was also production issues. There's one, there's a good documentary that ESPN did uh, for, 30, for, for 30 to 30. It talked about all the screw ups they did. And the one I remember watching that was that they were airing it, um, it was Saturday night, but the game was running so late because the, uh, one of the players got injured, so the game had to be delayed for about half an hour or so. And the game was tied. It was, it was a good game out of, out, of, out of everything, but the problem is it was going on so long. It actually delayed a Saturday Night Live. And nobody and liked the, that. 
Yeah, not pissed because they're, they're also having like a very special guest. That that's night. that's yeah, that's how M- NBC makes money is people watching Saturday Night Live generally. Yep, so, so that pissed off Saturday Night Live pretty good. And then by the time they got to, then the ratings kept dropping, and by the time the final game actually happened, the viewer count was still low. They're like, why are we still paying for this? But and then that died. It only lasted for a season and it disappeared. And there was a good sketch, I think that was on. Or Vance sells the XFL for like thirty bucks. But yeah, and uh, and now they're doing it again because, of course, because of various reasons. Can you read the terrible, terrible announcement he made about it? About how no cheerleaders, fucking no pussy. What, what was it? The original or the, or the new one? No, the 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 current one where he he said we're not having cheerleaders. We're not gonna have. Fucking put like what was that? I can't remember. They were like no, exactly. uh, no half times, no cheerleaders. Yeah, no half times, no cheerleaders. There was one more, but goddamn it, I didn't know kickoffs. No, it was another. There was another like fucking SJWs thing that I forget. Like a lot of people, pretty much thought this was like we all saw this coming with the recent like trademarks and stuff they were trying to do. Yep. And then the reason that why he did this is the reason a lot of people also figured it out. It's because the freaking protests. Yep. Oh, that's what it was. And everyone must stand for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. That, was, well, that was the other uh, thing. Go fuck yourself, Vince McMahon. That's uh-huh. what I say. Yeah, but you have to if you play XFL. Sorry. Well, I don't want to, so I guess I'm okay. Well, I have good news for you. You don't have to play or watch XFL. Good, because yeah. I'm not going to watch it because I don't watch regular football. Well, okay, it will good. be when the football season is not happening, which is the only reason anyone might watch it, so... Yeah, that's the one that didn't happen with the original one, because I think it was going side by side. It was going side by side. I remember this, like, like oh. I have to follow two different football situations? No, nobody wanted to do that. Yeah. I I think as someone who is, who's missed the original run on XFL, I have to see where the fuck this hat was goes. Because if someone gets concussed in that very first game, someone's going to get sued. Because Vince McMahon has been particularly, he's been very picky are very careful about the kind of stuff system and wall situation. It's just going to be a bunch of players like spitting on each other and cursing instead of actually giving who? each other concussions because they will be really careful about that now, I'm guessing. But who the fuck knows? But we will anyway. find out in 2020. Yep. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to watch this fucking fall apart all over again in one season. It's going to be so good. Season. But again, I, I think it's going to make it through a whole season? Wow, you're confident. I mean, the, the first one did. If, if it doesn't get TV access, it'll be on the Dodi network. Just, I wonder just if we'll even make it through a whole season. They they stuck it out for a whole season the first time. Yeah, they'll at least do one season regardless. Yeah, because we'll that, well, that was the contract they signed with NBC, I'm pretty sure. So right. they, who, yeah. know, who knows what it's going to be this time. Oh, but yeah, this, this is Vince doing this. He's planned this for two years. Where the first one was like he did it. He announced it, and then a year, and a year later, it came out. So he's getting like another year to prepare. So we'll, we'll see, see if Vince fun. McMahon lives long enough to do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the other thing. Uh, hey, hey, football. What you been gaming? Uh, uh <laughs> yeah, about that. That's what uh, I read on the show notes. <laughs> I, uh, after we finished recording the podcast last week, I played another hour of Breath of the Wild, and I haven't touched oh. a video game since. Oh. I've, I've had a hell of a week. Driving a car is kind of like playing a video game. Yeah, it's like playing, uh, Need for Speed. I, d- I do that a lot. I, I did a lot of that. Well, Game on what you've been gaming. 
Uh, due to various other reasons, such as my new schedule for my other job, I've been very tired. Also homework. Oh, I love tired. But, but I will... I just kind of just occasionally just boot up dual links just for the uh the daily reward. You're a fool. You're a flipping I fool. I fucking hear about Yu-Gi-Oh on this podcast ever again. <laughs> You're having once per week. You know how much goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh content we had in the last podcast? Enough for a year. A year yes. of Yu-Gi-Oh content. Well, luckily, uh, a lot of that's already kind of going away. Luckily, I played enough games for the both of you. Thank you. And by that I mean I oh. played two games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I should also mention though that yesterday I bought Xenoverse two. Uh, what? Uh, uh, okay. Why, why would you do that? It was on sale. I can't reconcile that. <laughs> okay. So here's the games that I played. First of all, uh, there's Tokyo RPG Factory. Maybe you've heard of them. They put out game I Am Setsuna. If you played it, you'll know that game is pretty fucking boring and not great. Yep. Even I will admit that. As someone who likes the concept of what they're doing and wants them to keep doing more things, I bought I Am Setsuna, and I actually pirated it before I bought it and played a lot of it. And that game is not very good. Um, there's aspects of it that are good, but the game itself is pretty mediocre. They put out a new game called Lost Sphere, S-P-H-E-A-R, uh, and it's markedly similar to I Am Setsuna in some ways, but as someone who played both of them now a fair amount of hours, I think this one is a lot better. Um, it's a JRPG, just like I Am Setsuna. Mm -hmm. The difference is that, uh, the combat is not just like the sort of Chrono Trigger-ish style that I Am Setsuna had going on. Instead, there's like an element of movement in the combat there's uh there's this element of like you build up atb style and or through actions you build up like charges of quote-unquote momentum and you can then spend those to do sort of action rpg style stuff in the combat where it's like okay you press y when you do an attack and it does another attack or shake the wiimote to get stylish yeah mm. uh and you know, even easier than that, honestly. Like, it, it equally, like, brain-dead style of whatever. But uh, more interaction, and the combat's better. The story is better, and also the music is a lot better. I played uh, quite a few hours of that, and I'm, I like it so far. Uh, if you want to play, like, a JRPG in 2018, which there are not a lot of people who want to do that, but if you're one of those people like me, this I mean, is I actually... Would. It's it's good. It's, I, it's worth playing. Is I it mean, worth the, fact the that price... I... Mm -hmm. That's the question. How much is it on the Switch? Uh, if I remember, I don't know. I actually can't remember how much it was on the Switch. Well, let's find out. On the PC, why don't you find out how much it is on PC first? Because if I remember correctly, it is full price on the PC. It is $50 on the Nintendo Switch. How much is it okay. on the PC? Let's find um, out. Lost Sphere. God damn it, Steam. It is also $50 on Steam. It is $50. Yeah. Now, the question is, do I think that this game is worth $50? And that is a tough question to answer. If I remember correctly, I Am Setsuna was either 30 or 40 which is a much more reasonable price point to come in at for a game like this. Mm -hmm. um, if you really like JRPGs, I would say it's probably worth it at that price. But... I wouldn't. I probably would recommend waiting for it to go on sale for you to get it. 
I mean, that sounds like a game I go out pretty often. I know. I assume I went on sale. It will last right. sale. Yeah. So I actually played through many, many hours of I Am Setsuno before I ever bought it, um, because I didn't want to buy it at the price that it was at, and then I bought it when it was on sale. Which, like, judge me all you want, um, but that's what I did. So this game, I bought it full price, and it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's expensive, I think, for what you get. But it's still, I enjoyed it and have had a lot of fun with it. Um, okay, second game. Dragon Ball Fighters Z. No, it's Fighters. Nope. We talked about this. Nope. It is there's absolutely a, a, not. You'll notice that there's a capital Z. Now, Bandai Namco Z. might tell me that it's Dragon Ball Z. But Dragon... Fuck. Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, Dragon, Dragon But fuck. that name I believe. I believe Namco actually doesn't emphasize the Z, they just call it Dragon Ball Fighters. Here's what I'll say. It's not the 90s anymore, so we don't do that now. So now it's Dragon Ball uh, Fighters. It's not Z. because this is definitely a Dragon Ball Z game in the year 2018. Yes, it is Dragon Ball Fighter Z, but it's actually not because I can't ever remember to say it that way. So it's actually Dragon Ball Z Fighters because that's what it is. So I played that, and uh, hey, it's hey. good. Like it's real, real nice. Um, the the tutorials are pretty fucking bad both in terms of the content of the tutorial and also the fact that they don't remember what you remap your buttons to and then tell you... Yeah, I was, reading, I was reading that yesterday from uh, Kuvo. For me, that was not a huge issue because I play a lot of fighting games, so it's like I figured I remembered what things were and it wasn't a big deal. But for people who don't play a lot of fighting games, of which there are many, I'm sure, who bought this game, considering how huge it was on Steam charts, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I expect that a lot of those people probably would have gotten real, real mad about that and upset, and it's understandably so, because it's confusing as fuck. Um, the combo trials are not great either, have, knowing what a real combo looks like in this game, and having done all of the combo trials in that game now, they're, they don't really help you to learn what you really should be doing for a combo. It sounds like if I were to actually finish all the trials, it's not very really good, because I'm very bad at combos. Uh, you could probably finish all the trials. They're not very hard. Yeah, then that's, that's, that's a pretty bad system, then. I would say that probably about... I mean, you could say that for Street Fighter Five too, but at least those teach you what yeah, combos to the, do because the, the combos have, in that game are easy. But Yeah, you said for you, but I have to have troubles with some of them. Right, that sure. At least, that at least makes it like, you know, different. In general, though, I would say, like, in Street Fighter Five, I don't think that the, the tutorials in that game are good, but the combo trials do teach you applicable combos at times in mm -hmm. that game. There are most of the combos that I would say you learn in the combo trials in uh, DBZF are not really that applicable. Like, maybe, like, parts of the trial will be, like, certain things, but in general, they're very, like, dumb. So, I haven't played online yet because the servers have been smashed. Literally, they've been crushed to dust like a fucking Yamcha in a crater. Wow. Uh, why? Why Yamcha? Because he he's in a crater. down in a crater, yeah. That's always the joke, is Yamcha sucks. Oh, have you seen the hilarious story mode thing? I'm, this is spoilers really quickly. I've seen so. I've seen videos. It's not a big spoiler, oh, so I'll say it, because it's very Hold funny. on, oh my fucking god. Why is there a cut little guy on stage? I don't... Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I'm, I'm watching Evo along with our podcast. There's a um really quick funny spoiler in that there is a fight that happens between Yamcha and Nappa, and if you win the fight as Yamcha, I believe, 
there's a dramatic finish. There's a dramatic finish where the Saiyan jump at Yamcha and he says, I'm fucking ready this time. And he blows them away and blows away Nappa and then Nappa is in the crater. And that's the best. The redemption of the Yamchad. Who, by the way, of the people I know who are playing this game, I think uh, over half of them all have Yamcha on their team. So, mm. what a boss. Mm. Have you read that Yamcha manga that came out a couple of months ago? Yes, I know exactly what you're thinking of. And yes, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that game's really good. It's extremely pretty. It runs well. I mean, I had to turn down a couple settings, but it runs really well on my PC. Uh, aside from being unable to really get on the internet with it yet, because the servers are getting so bodied by the number of people. It's not even like the servers are down, either. It's just there's so many people playing it. Yeah, that's the problem. They, so, from what I remember, I mentioned this earlier. So the amount of servers on PC is, like, half of what it is on consoles. Yeah. What the fuck? Which, to be fair, there are more people playing on console, probably. Yeah, PC, but, like... But... Christ, you think you put more? They could have more. Piece. Yeah, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens in a week. It is what it is, and it's uh, the game itself is. Re I really have been enjoying it and learning characters. Right now, my team is Yamcha, Vegeta, and Undecided. You mean so, it's not all Goku? I don't Shame. want a Goku on my team. I don't like Goku. I might, maybe, would consider Goku Black, but that's it. So, have you have you read the announcement that people have already data mined DLC characters? Oh no. I would like to hear that, though, I guess. I mean, I, gotta, I think it's, uh, if I remember right, the, it was Broly, Bardock, Super Saiyan, Space Goku. Really? Bardock? No, no, that's a lie. This is the one that was wrong already. That was already proven to be wrong. It is wrong? Base Goku is not happening. Oh, really? This is the one, they said Base Goku and Base Vegeta, and they're stupid and wrong. No, this is the, this probably came out, like, yesterday. I don't believe this is true, but anyway... Hold on, there was a well, video. I'll show, I'll show it to you after the podcast. Well, yeah, the, the, we can't confirm any of that information right now. We need to vet this information before we bring it up live on camera. All right, yeah, so yeah. Anyway, so. it's really good. I plan to play more of that. You own it now, so we can play it. Uh, mm -hmm. And My fucking fun. bet was worth it, I guess. I, the game's really My. good, but boy, that webcomic is rough, and you still have to finish it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, we don't have emails. No, um, I don't have enough to do this, so uh, I'm, we'll say the topic again, which is, what's your favorite ship from 2008? We're going back in time this week. Do not choose oh. a sprite-based webcomic, or I will kill Please you. Please <laughs> do not choose a sprite-based webcomic. Do you know how many sprite-based webcomic submissions we're going to get now? All of them. Um, it's your fault. I mean, I don't think we're popular enough to get any submissions, personally. But I don't know, think sprite-based webcomics are popular enough. To be submitted to America's number one late night. Well, we've podcast. already mentioned we've already mentioned Bob and George, and we've already mentioned Eight Bit uh, Eight Bit Theater. So really, the only one that's left is Diesel Sweeties, and that one's actually good. Excuse so, me. <laughs> Diesel Sweeties is like actual. Oh, no. it, it's not a sprite comic. Do I have to it read is a this pixel art comic. comic. Okay, Diesel Sweeties is fucking amazing. So fuck oh, you. Okay, that's what I uh, say. Hey, segment hey. us. You've heard about the internet. Why no. don't you come on down to Big B's Binary Blast, where we talk about things on the internet. Ah, I love those things on the internet. Yeah. What's your thing on the internet? Okay, mine is a tweet from uh, Christmas Day, which is a little girl. She's got some kind of power tool playset thing. So I'm just going to watch it's this again. It's a saw. It's a power saw. Yeah. 
it's a power saw and it comes with like a block she can cut and her mother says hey watch your fingers so she puts the power saw on her fingers starts cutting while looking directly at the camera and then picks up her hand and flips off the camera (laughs) this girl is like seven years old and also the title the only text in the tweet is mood (laughs) which yeah mood Uh, and yeah, she's a boss. Uh, yep. I, I wouldn't fight that girl. I bet she would beat the shit out of me. Hmm. Uh, mine is, first off, a very special episode of DBZ, which uh, someone posted, an incredible star-studded matchup tonight. Drill, Krang T. Nelson, DeSharezone, and The Hell Dude take on PewDiePie, Ugandan Knuckles meme, Logan Paul, and Jake Paul. I believe this is from... Uh, WWE 2K17. It's 18. 18, okay. 18 introduces eight player matches. Ah. Uh, and, and yet, uh, this should happen in real life, and then... Drew yeah, so this is, this is this is the ultimate battle of good versus evil, and also, I want you to just describe what Drill looks like in this Internet thing. good versus internet evil, to be fair. Yes. Uh, one, Hell Dude has... is very... Ernie, and has no hair. Uh, oh, two, share zone literally has a devil face of, of a skeleton and it rules. Yep. Uh, and then three, Drill, he just that's he a, looks like that's a, a Shane, Mc, Shane McMahon. That's what I was about to say. He looks like if you took Shane McMahon and Jack Nicholson and combined them, and then like you lowered Jack Nicholson's overall age by combining him with Shane McMahon so that he became like, you know, like, what is it, mid 40s instead of how fucking old is Jack Nicholson? Uh, yeah, and he's very smug and confident, which I would be too if I was Drill. So I mean, that's, isn't that just Drill twenty four seven? Yeah, I guess uh, that's probably true. Uh, so there's a very good picture associated with that. Uh, and Brought also, to you by Snickers. I have one more, which is Chinese Twitter found a new meme. The new meme is there is an episode recently of. Fuck Riverdale, Riverdale, which is the yes. show that is the Archie, Archie show, program. the Archie show, and in it, uh, something bad happens to some characters, and then Veronica says, "Karma's a bitch," like a like a cool lady does, <laughs> and then uh, they took that quote and put it over the beginning of the song "Gucci Gucci." From 2011 by somebody... I forgot already, but it sounds... It kind of sounds like... Creation. No, yes. it's Creation. That's why it's Okay, whatever. It, I just realized. it very much Who, feels like an MIA music video from 2007. That's yes, it was a lady rap. And uh, it's a really f- funny video where the gimmick is like... It's kind of similar to that uh, meme from a while back where like... I think it was also a Chinese Twitter meme where it was like, don't judge me how I look or whatever. And then it was like, you know, people would like make the ugliest face possible and whatever. Uh, except look- in this, it's like, I look ugly. And then I say, karma's a bitch. Or I play the clip of the lady saying karma's a bitch with the rap song. And then I like flip a thing and then I'm beautiful. Except th- they also just do funny ones and it's good. Yeah. Like, like the last one in, in the particular it's clip just- we're going to link is a lady who just accidentally fucking hits her lamp. And it's instead of, <laughs> or the second to last one where the lady uh, throws up the cloth and it goes up in the air and lands on her friend that's standing next to her. Yeah, and nothing changes; it just lands on her. Yeah, 
Uh, and then uh, Mark. Oh boy! So yeah, are you familiar with the uh, the Tide Pods? Yeah, I do know about Tide Pods. Yes. Yeah, so I go, think. How do we go? Uh, how do we go further than that? Well, um, how many things can Sawbones tell me not to do? <laughs> to one. Don't eat, don't tide, eat pods. tide pods. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but how about don't shoot? A, don't point a gun at someone. Oh, don't point a gun at someone. Why not? Because yeah, it's a new challenge. It's like, What's the challenge? The no lacking challenge. Apparently, like you just happen to just point a gun at your friend and they point it back at you. you so the challenge is you you pull a gun out and then your friend pulls a gun out at you and no one shoots. Yeah. So it's kind of like the Mexican standoff challenge. <laughs> I can't picture what could possibly go wrong. Oh, boy. So, someone, probably on Thursday morning, someone did that, and when they, when they tried to do it again to their friend, he actually pulled the trigger. Oh, he accidentally pulled the trigger of the why gun, is and your, what happened? Why is your gun loaded, idiot? Well, of course, his, I mean, your gun would be loaded, but that's not the real concern. It's why is this a challenge? Because um, it's just, we're reaching the point where everything just wants to kill you. But what happened when he accidentally pulled the trigger of his of his gun? He, he, he shot his friend in the head. Yeah, and, and his some, friend died, some, right? No, he somehow survived. Oh, well, that's this good. This article says that he is in critical condition. So, mm-hmm. He currently maybe is alive. <laughs> as, it is, as it is recording, he is still currently alive. Well, I wish to not wish the man dead, but Jesus Christ, why? Yeah, so, you know, if you ever somebody says, let's do the no lacking challenge... Maybe don't do that, because you might get shot in the head, and then that'll be bad for you. <laughs> Why? Why does this keep, keep happening? Alright, next up. Uh, next I'm going to link everyone to Game Boy Heroes DeviantArt account and all of his... Oh! Dope. No. Oh, uh, let's end the show now. Please. I want... Well, we have an anime we have to watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's like an hour and a half! We did, we did pretty good today. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... Turns out when two of us don't play any video games, gotta that, you know. say the end of the say it's over. It's now over. you understand how I feel, motherfucker. Let me escape. <laughs> well, we we might uh, not have a to do this again, and my work schedule works out. Okay, so uh, that's gonna be the podcast, and I'm your friend Miko, and you can go follow us on Twitter at, at @bdtsc. You can email mm-hmm. me your favorite shit from 2008 at podcast at burndownthesandcastle.info. Or you can use the web form on the website. You can use a web form on the website, but, you which know, is, they, they both go to the same place. The website, which is burndownthesandcastle.info. So, y- yeah, so if you take away the podcast at part of the email, that's a website. It's weird. And then you just do you. a thing there instead if you're lazy. and it and lazy. If you don't have Thunderbird installed, you can do it that way if you well, want. You can it's just, fine. Mm-hmm, you don't have to have Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. You can use Gmail, whatever. Yeah, whatever works for you. Goodbye. Don't send us a Ugandan Knuckles meme. That's not from 2008. I will fucking, <laughs> I will call you out and say, fuck this guy if yeah. you send me that. So yeah. don't do that. Um, yeah, catch you all next time, guys. Bye. Bye.